Is this thing on? Yes, it is. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. All right. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to your source for solace. I am Sawyer Talegdi. And I'm Amanda Shimoon. I am the owner of the Shred Shop Wellness Complex here in Windsor. And Amanda is my trusty sidekick. <laughs> Together, we are going to help ladies everywhere find their confidence, courage, understand all the different types of attractiveness and how to harness your own. Uh, we will teach you and help bring out your most assertive self. We'll help you understand your own value uh, and truly, truly start to feel some serious self-worth and absolutely help you find solace, which is just a fancy word for inner peace. So if you're down to ride that train, buckle up and let's go. I'm ready. We're ready. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. It's been right. recording, so let's go. Hello, friends. Hello. Passion. Do you have it? Are you passionate? Or are you dead inside? I really like this topic because you can talk about passion in so many different ways. Well, every single topic we've hit, we could talk about in all sorts of ways. But passion, like if you don't have passion in what you do. What like career-wise? Career-wise, mm -hmm. relationship-wise, mm -hmm. you kind of need that, you know, because that's what kind of sparks a fire, mm -hmm. right? No mm -hmm. matter what you're doing. Mm -hmm. What do you think about it? Well, I mean, I think that like the word passion is a, it means like a strong feeling, like a strong emotion. I think that passion is less of something that you know and more something that you feel. Yeah. I think passion, The I think the cool part about passion is it's like one of those, one of the words, one of the characteristics that is only felt. Yes. Whereas like, right, like self-respect, okay, there are actions that you do, you see, whatever. You know, courage, okay, courage, you have to take action, you have to do this. Whereas passion is like based solely on emotion. Yes, it's what you feel. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Let's talk about passion in the workplace for a minute. Again, we always start there because like we're sitting at work doing a podcast. <laughs> so I mean, it's fresh in my mind to like start in the workplace. I know personally from experience, when I run into people and either they've known me from a long time ago or they just know who I am and what I own, which is the gym, they'll ask questions all the time. They're always, you know, like asking questions about their body or fat reduction or muscle gain or just what we do here, how it works. And I've been told on multiple occasions that when I start talking about it, like when I get fired up about it, you know, when I start saying like what we do and how we are and why our community is so great and, you know, what is going to change for them if they join. And this is just like at a barbecue or just like very casually, right? People have stopped me and been like, I can see you're very passionate about that, <laughs> you know, like. Which is funny because on my end, when that starts happening or when people just ask me how work is or what I exactly do or what we are mm -hmm. and I get into it, they, they tell me that I make a great salesperson. Because you're passionate. Yeah. And I tell them, I'm not, I'm not selling you on any, anything. I'm just telling you and what I believe in like yeah. I love what I do and I have passion for what I do yeah right yeah and it translates and I think passion is a very attractive quality 
Yes. I mean, I know all the character traits that we're kind of touching on over the last few months are attractive, right? Essentially, we're setting you up to be the strongest, most attractive, most, you know, self-assured version of yourself. But face it, like passionate people, whether it be sexually or physically or career driven, people who are passionate are attractive individuals. Yeah. Put what they look like aside. Their personality is attractive, right? Because they also often seem very self-assured. They often seem very certain of what it is they're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Which kind of demands the room, mm-hmm. which brings us back into confidence, Yeah, right? The whole thing goes hand in hand. By having that certainty, right? People who are passionate, they sound very clear when they talk about their goals, about their views, about issues that are important to them. Yeah. And that's what draws people in, right? So I definitely know some people that are almost like, it feels like they're dead inside, right? I I said that at the beginning jokingly, but I know those people. Yes. Right? Where there just isn't much passion behind anything they do. Yeah, they're like dead in the eyes because they just don't have anything that they, there isn't a spark, there isn't a fire within them. Yes, they're kind of a drag to be around because like you said, there's nothing, there's no key driving factor, there's no motivation, there's no passion behind anything Mm -hmm. that they're doing. Mm -hmm. So like, let me ask you this, Amanda, because you kind of, you do, you have to take that inventory of your life and wonder, there's a lot of you out there that are not passionate about your job or your career. And that's okay because most of the time we're just banking that paycheck, right? Yeah. Few people make their passion their career. Few people. Business owners do. Maybe athletes do. Yes. But other than that, a lot of us are just like cashing a check nine to five and going about our business. Yeah. So what other areas? So if I ask you, Amanda, remove work. I know it's hard because we're here all the time, but remove work. What outside of these four walls ignites passion inside of you? Oh, long pause. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> count the seconds. Yeah, yeah. Let it. Don't uh, edit this out. Don't edit how hard you have to think about this out, please. Okay, talking personally, my relationship, my relationship, and my relationship with my parents. Is passionate? It's very passionate. I have a strong love for my boyfriend and I have a strong love for my family. Yeah. Speaking so, perfect example right now is the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I've, I'm in a long distance relationship. My boyfriend is American. The longest distance of all the distance. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a 40 minute drive from my house to his house. We, just can see, we can see him changing in the morning for work from the shred shop across yes. the river, but we can't get to him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And because of the border closure, because of the pandemic, we have not been able to see each other for over a year now. So we've basically... The time we've spent apart has basically summed up to almost half of our actual relationship length. Yeah. And I can speak on his behalf too. And babe, if you're listening to this, (laughs) I know you're just going to agree, but we just love each other so much. And we have that passion. We have that fire and that spark to keep that relationship alive. Not seeing someone is incredibly difficult mm-hmm. but we we still have been able to maintain our relationship through communication still taking time apart uh, taking time in our day to you know have a phone call with each other catch up with each other still include each other with decisions that we make on a daily basis he still asks me how he should cut his hair every week you know what i mean yeah all of us are back to work now and for the most part all of us have been back to work so it's still making time with each other through our new schedule, you know, and like 
before we would set time aside in our week to see each other and are we this talking makes about it, like your family now yeah and this yeah. makes it no different and same with my family you know like I love my parents so much and I respect my parents so much because they raised me to be the person that I am that I am actually now the roles have been reversed and I am protective of my parents yeah and I <laughs> which is funny and they think that I'm still a child but I watch over my parents Mm -hmm. not to say that they aren't able to watch themselves but you can say the same thing too with your parents you're overprotective of your parents too and yeah when you I think that's natural yeah when you love something enough to invest your time and invest your emotions towards it you can't you can't not have passion for it yeah right and yeah that's the main passion in my life right now not much else is going on (laughs) that's good though yeah that's good um, I think my main passion work aside. Yeah, and you know what? It's funny because opening a business and starting this venture a few years back, I've struggled with finding a passion outside of work. Yes. I've and I've been honest and open about it. I've kind of forgotten over the years like what I like to do. Yeah. Because I'm everything right now what I like to do is building my business. Yes. I like talking about business. I like pushing the limits I like gaining new clients I like meeting new people like and it all turns into work all the time yeah but do you but I love it yeah and the reason why is because you have so much passion and what you've grown and what you've built yes that's why like it's not to say that you didn't have passion four years ago it's just that your focus was shifted on different things yeah this is your main focus because it's what brings joy in your life yeah right exactly but now being able like hiring enough staff to be able to take time and, <laughs> and you know go home at four o'clock work from 5 a.m until 4 p.m instead of 5 a.m until 8 p.m she or leaves 9 p.m. here guys she leaves here at four o'clock and by 4 12 i have text messages from her like she can't <laughs> i don't know what to do with myself <laughs> i go home and i'm like all right i'll clean the kitchen okay like i painted my hallway this saturday yeah. because i was like and now what you completely hung up new picture frames i did like, yeah. i did yes but i'm i'm always like looking at the sales and like creeping the Instagram and wanting to look at like oh what music were they playing in the five <laughs> o'clock class like all this ridiculous stuff but it's because I'm I'm so driven by what we've created that I, I love it I, I personally can't get enough of it yes and I struggle outside of there outside of here to remember what I used to like to do uh, I used to work out I would work, right, when I was at Starbucks, and then I would go and work out like twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. So that passion hasn't gone away. I still love working out. I still love talking to people about working out. I still love correcting people's form. Like when members come up to us and ask questions or email asking questions or reach out, like I love answering those questions because it gives me an opportunity to talk about the shit that I love. However, I do need to find some sort of work-life balance. (laughs) Where I get home and I can unwind because I know that's how we burn out. I just haven't gotten there yet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So in my journey trying to find what I'm passionate about, I remember like I used to like to scrapbook. I used to like to organize photos. I used to. Oh my gosh. She found a scrapbook from. How old were you? Oh my God. It was what grade 11, grade 10. So you were what? Oh yeah. It was like grade 9, grade 10. It was a French project. It's actually. In my briefcase right now. Yes, it is in the office. work laptop briefcase. Yeah, yes. It's a photo collage and it's in a homemade album. Like when you cut you the paper very... and you fold the paper and you turn the paper into the actual book. Yes. And then you glue the pictures yes. on the paper and you use the puff paint around the pictures. Yes. But your mom's a teacher. So you grew up very 
creative and craftsy, right? Yeah. Like you got into it. So that's what you've always enjoyed. Yeah. I used to love painting and doing crafts, but now as an adult, I'm like, that all just seems like a waste of time. <laughs> I should be doing something better than that and bigger than that. But that's neither here nor there. But that's your standard because look at what you spent, you've spent your time doing for the last three years and what you've brought it to be. So now everything else just kind of seems mediocre to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. True. So... I think it's safe to say that my big and and again I'm guilty of putting my relationships aside for my business right like I'm so passionate about my job about what I'm creating here that I have no issue putting my personal relationships aside for it you know what I mean so it's like well how many times have you've gone out and seen my friends and my friends try chirping me and you're like Yeah, she's working. That's why she hasn't called you back. Yeah, watch her mouth. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's very important for me personally to, like this topic is very important to me because it's, it's it's an opportunity for me to grow and be like, I am so passionate about something. But even my personal relationships, you know, like I'll tell Jordan I'll be home at four and then I don't roll until six, six thirty. You know, I got to tighten that up. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Because you're only going to let that happen. I'm, I only got a few years left of pulling that shit before he's not going to be down with that. You know, and I recognize that, of course. When you have passion, you're living for something. It gives you something to live for. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. So you need to find what it is that brings you happiness and hold on to it because once again, touching base on the whole when you have positivity or you have something that brings you joy and makes you happy and it's blossoming in your hands you look at the world differently yeah right? absolutely like remember at the beginning of a like i, I we've been in old, we've been in long distance really not long distance you've been in long distance we've i've been, been in a well, long-term I mean. <laughs> relationship right and you're all you all know the drill right the passion at the beginning is like woo. yeah and then a couple years in you're like like oh fuck I was supposed to be home two hours ago (laughs) exactly exactly so you know that's something that I I work on too in my personal life right like making sure that the passion is still there making Mm -hmm. sure that it's not just one-sided and I think you know we talk about passionate people being attractive Mm -hmm. and that holds true in your personal relationships as well yeah right like you come home with the fire burning to your significant other like that's hot yeah that's a hot thing to come home to yeah you come home to like some fat blob on the couch not caring with their hands in the pants eating nachos you're like i guess i'll just take a shower and shut her down (laughs) like you know what i mean so there's so many areas where you need to bring that fire and you need to bring that you know, that pep in your step. Yeah. Um, and also being motivated brings innovation and drive. And when you're motivated, when you're passionate, you know, I saw I talked about you carrying a certain energy. And that energy is not just attractive, but it's contagious. Yes. It's yeah. contagious. Yeah. So, you know, again, an opportunity to look at who you surround yourself by. If you're surrounded by a bunch of Eeyores, <laughs> a bunch of Mopies, mm. you know, does your circle of friends or family, do they bring you up or do they bring you down? You know, are they passionate about anything in life? If you've never experienced that, if you've never been passionate about anything, if you do an inventory check right now of all the times you've been genuinely so excited, you're going to pee your pants and you want to call everybody and tell all of them. If that has not happened at least five to ten times in your lifetime, you are lacking some serious passion. Yep. You got to find what it is, man. Right. You got to find what it is that brings you joy. Because you're missing out. Yeah. Exactly. So this is like that moment where I ask you, Check in with yourself. Is there something in your life right now that if it was taken away, you would be devastated? 
And it could be What anything. is that? What is that? Yeah. For some people, it's the gym. Like for me, it was always the gym. Yes. For some people, it's another person in their life. For some people, it's an experience that they get to do. Also, me, concerts. Concerts, I am so passionate oh. about music. If you know me outside of the Shred Shop, you know that I know every song to every word to or every word to every song, any genre. I am obsessed with it. I know when it, I know when the album came out. I know who made it. I know the directors for this. No, it's movies, but you know what I mean. I yes. know. I know yes. who put these albums together on vinyl, CD, fucking anything. I love music. And the fact that we can't have concerts right now, the fact that we can't go and celebrate live music, which is like my ultimate. I used to have a concert fund. Like I would have a whole bank account and I would drop like $100 a month in it and it would just be sitting there for concert concert, tickets. So that when a show came around, I never had to go without because I couldn't afford it because I'd been saving for however long. the last concert you went to? Phil Collins? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. My birthday was that 2019? 2019, October. October. My birthday. He was at, no, he was at Caesars. Yeah. The little Caesars in Detroit. Mm -hmm. And I went and I saw that was the last concert I went to was freaking Phil Collins. Damn, that's a good way to go out though. Yeah. Like if you're going to have, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I saw someone by the river. Like, no, man, (laughs) I saw Phil Collins and he was like limping on stage. He had had some back surgery. I hope he's doing okay. His son was playing drums. Yeah. Yeah. And I called that shit. I was like, I bet you that's Phil. Like, the band's old and a bunch of crusties, right? You got like everyone over the age of 60 and it feels like 80. And then you have this like 19 year old jock in the back on the drum kit. I'm like, there's no way they just found this drummer prodigy. I'm like, that's his fucking son. I'm willing to bet my life on it. I'm like the only one sitting in my chair Googling because I have to know the answer. I'm like, sure as shit. Phil Collins touring with his son as a drummer. She just went off on a two minute Could you feel the passion? Exactly. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Damn it. I could have got I cut myself off too. I could have kept going. I know. I could have kept going. I was just about to pull pictures out on my phone and give you the whole experience. Oh my god. But it's true, man. I I'm I am clearly a passionate person about the things that are important to me. Exactly. So that's it. All we're trying the point we're trying to get across today is if you're taking these podcasts as an opportunity to check in with yourself. Know that it's okay to be excited. I also, sidebar, I also feel like there's a lot of people that repress their excitement because they're afraid to look stupid. Say it louder for the people in the back. Right? When I get excited, like I'm fucking excited. And I let you know it. And whether I look stupid or whether you think it's an appropriate amount of excitement or not, I give two shits. Yeah. And I always feel like that gets a really good response. Yeah. Like if someone gives me a gift, I genuinely just love getting presents because yes. I love the I love the surprise the of it. I love the, the thought and the surprise of it. And I, whether it, whether it's a fucking candied gumball or or a Mercedes, it doesn't matter. You will get the same reaction out of me. Yeah. And I feel like people love to give me presents because they love the reaction they get when I open the present. Yes. And then I go and give a present, and it's like the best thing ever. Yes. And it's this mediocre response, and I'm like, "That's the last fucking present you'll ever get," yeah. because you know that <laughs> your passion, like the excitement about getting something, or the excitement about knowing that someone thought of you, like that graciousness, that that overwhelming. I don't know for a better word, but the excitement, the passion isn't there. And when it's not there, it's off-putting to the mm-hmm. person who put mm-hmm. forth the effort. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of your reactions towards things, especially if you want to encourage that response, right? Like if your husband comes home with flowers for no reason and you're like, oh, thanks, honey. 
that's probably the last time you'll get those flowers yeah, for no 100%. reason. How many times have I received flowers and I've gotten over the moon about it? All the time. She gets flowers like on a monthly basis. (laughs) On a monthly basis. But she also craps her pants every time they show up. And It's never expected. And it's always the thought. He knows exactly when I need it. And that's the thing. It went from being flowers to now cards sent to my house. And that's even more sentimental because I love cards. I don't care. Take this time to write in them. I do too. Yes. Cards are so special and so important to me. And the fact that he actually mails them directly to my house on like a random Thursday yeah I'll check the mail I end up getting a card and it's the most precious thing to me yeah you'll keep those forever exactly which is also why we send birthday cards to our members we handwrite the birthday cards I handwrite the address we put the stamp on it we put it in the mailbox because knowing that we took the time out of our day where as a business owner I could be doing a lot of other things yeah to sit down and write birthday cards and to put my pen to the paper and send them out and then allow members to go to their mailbox and open something that's not a fucking Enwin bill like that's an exciting time right yeah you're you're thought of exactly you know yeah so check in check in with yourself today think about how you respond to people's kind gestures and my side sidebar compliments Yes. Compliments, right? We all know those people that are not great at accepting compliments, okay? There's a bunch of you out there. I know a lot of you firsthand, you get awkward. You feel uncomfortable when someone says something nice about you. Maybe because you don't feel that way about yourself. Maybe because no one's ever really complimented you before. I have heard that there's a, personally, I have had a lot of members that are weary of going on a fitness journey or a weight loss Mm -hmm. journey Mm -hmm. because they don't want that attention, because they don't necessarily want everybody paying attention and complimenting them and telling them all, right? Because some people just don't want that. Some people live for it and they completely validate their existence on it. Then you have people on the other edge of the scale, right? So, you know... Being aware of if you're someone who is uncomfortable accepting compliments, you will probably get fewer and fewer based on your reaction when you're given one. You know what? I even got to the point where I stopped complimenting our members because I felt like I was overstepping. Really? At the end of the day, yeah. No way. How did I not know this until right now? Because it's really hard to talk about, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you, because I'm so used to giving props to those who deserve it. And it got to the point where... Because we see the hard work in here. Yeah, like I'm just trying to show you guys that I hope you feel as good as you look right now. And yeah. Like, I, I hope that you can see the progress that I am seeing in you. And that's all I ever want to showcase to our members. And then what happens? Their response to you is Their less than... Their response is very like off-putting or like they didn't want to accept the compliment. And it's like, mm-hmm. why though? Why can't you see what I see in you. Because a lot of people don't see. Yeah, We're and I'm not talking like, enemy. oh, you got a fat ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, like all those squats are, you know, helping no. you out. But it's like, you were able to do something that you weren't able to do a couple weeks, a couple months ago. Yeah. Give yourself some credit. Yeah. That's what we see, you know? Absolutely. I think that's very important. I know we veered off topic. We're less talking about yeah. passion now. But it is important because, you know, and, and this could rewind back to one of our first episodes ever about, um, you know, perception versus reality. Yes. And what you look like and what you sound like to other people. And just, just know that. If over the years you have noticed that people compliment you less and less, it is likely because your reaction makes them feel like they shouldn't have in the first place. Yes. Right. So be very aware. Um, And especially like, you know, especially when you are experiencing lots of changes, no matter how uncomfortable it might be, like 
I'm blown away that Amanda just said, side note, I'm a little speechless for words because I've never heard her say that to me before. And I think that I know a lot about Amanda and we always talk about how we're feeling. So for me to know, but you know what, now that you say that and now that I'm reflecting on it, yeah, I could see that because, you know, but again, members that are in here, sometimes they're not feeling their most confident in that moment. And it's hard for them to understand that you might have seen something that they didn't. Yes. Right? You need to to feel what they're feeling in that moment too. And from my point of view, I feel good when I compliment someone and I showcase, like I bring to light their progress absolutely it makes me feel good and you just made me not feel good about myself because I can't compliment you I can't tell you that like yeah you're doing great you're looking great I hope you're feeling great yeah you know what I mean you're it's like you can't it's it. like you can't show love the way you want to yeah <laughs> I understand you're that put by it because I compliment others to you yes Always you do at the end of every workout oh my god did you see this oh my god my morning was so good oh my god everyone was doing this yeah you do I do it to you but I sometimes I'm just weary of well, let's change that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm working you need on to, it. You need to like, come on, man. Let's work through. Okay, so now you know what Amanda's homework will be this week. <laughs> if anyone gets random compliments from Amanda over the next couple of weeks, that's me forcing her to step out of her comfort zone and trust <laughs> that every one of you will accept it graciously. Yes. <laughs> All right, and if you don't un- accept it graciously, just call me out and be like, hey. I don't want to hear that ever again. And I will know <laughs> to never compliment you ever again. Just be blunt with me, man. You make me feel uncomfortable, Amanda. <laughs> all right, yeah. you guys. That's it. That's all we got. Thank you for listening. Uh, check in with yourself this week. Figure out, uh, you know, what you feel. And are you passionate? And uh, does that translate into the rest of the world? Okay. Next Friday will be Good Friday. So if you don't get to listen to us on uh, Good Friday because you're too busy eating fish and doing things that people on Good Friday do, if that's what you're into. Going to church. If, yep, if, you're, if that's what you do. Um, yes. uh, can we go to church right now? Uh, yes. Does your family go to church? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have to like book a spot or? Uh, n- no. Okay. I don't know. I mean, my mom was at church the other day. She just walked in. Okay. It was the Lebanese church though. Okay. I don't know. Sorry, guys. We're veering off topic. Yeah, that's but okay. I will be at church on Friday for Good Friday. Okay. Amanda will be at church, okay, on Good Friday. Um, I'll be here teaching classes. Yes. And uh, we will be talking about imperfection. Imperfection. So what? what is the downside of expecting you to hear? My wheels are grinding yes, right now. Yes. I'm like, how do I put this? What is the downside the risk of expecting perfection and how to love yourself through imperfections and setting the bar setting the bar for yourself and having a standard for yourself is great yes but when we beat ourselves up continuously when we feel like we've not met those standards and we demonstrate imperfection oh, this will be a great topic for me yes um amanda is the culprit amanda <laughs> is the queen of beating herself up and having a negative self-image if she doesn't do something right yes and you know during the pandemic and i'm bringing them back slowly with my schedule now we were doing zoom nutrition calls yeah which are with all of our members complimentary which were on sundays at 11 a.m and they kind of turned into like, I don't know if you want to call it like a support group. Like it was definitely surrounding nutrition, but we got to talk as a group about like what our struggles are and what's going on. And I ran exercises with the group. Uh, there's probably like 18 or 20 of us every Sunday. And we would talk about what, you know, 
what our biggest downfalls were and and how like what our biggest struggles were what were reasons why we would fall off the van wagon why we would veer off of our progress mm-hmm. and 90% of them said it was because they have this level set for themselves and when they don't feel like they've achieved it they beat themselves up yeah so I think imperfection is a very important topic how do we move on through it and uh, we'll we'll action pack you with tons of info about it yeah and if you guys want to join us on our nutrition check-in zoom call it's uh, this Sunday March 28th at 11 a.m. it is yeah we post uh, the link in the Facebook group if you're listening to this and you are not part of our group and you would like to be you are always welcome to send us an email send us an email and request access and we'll give it to you at info at shredshop.ca. Until then, guys, we'll see you next week. We will. See you on Good Friday.